thing for a while Been in this thing for a while You don't even know my pain You can't even match my style You don't even know this game Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Yeah Yeah Spike Lou, you what and up, what up? You and Animal Brown were talking about what's her name, Sexy Red or whatever her name was. <laughs> yeah, R- right. Booty Hole Brown. I just call her Booty Hole Brown. That is just, <laughs> keep that keep name, that to man. yourself, please. <laughs> no. You talking no. about Booty Hole Brown, girl? <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's every time I hear that, that is wild to me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But I, I, Animal Brown, I know this sounds like an off-deck classic, another week in the books, but uh, Animal Brown was saying something interesting where he was like, you know, black people, this is that type of black person that black people want to act like don't still exist. Mm. And I thought it was interesting, kind of I was thinking about kind of sophistication a little bit, right? Okay. Us as a people. And I was thinking about you and thinking about myself. Would you consider yourself having like a certain kind of and I don't know, maybe that's not the word for it, because I was thinking about my own personal sophistication with certain things where it's like, I don't know if that's like standards or respect or moral. I don't know what it is I'm getting at, but like do you consider yourself class. You Yeah, class, class, I guess, yeah. This class is probably the best way. Hell yeah. I've been like that since I was young too. Like my mom taught me that though. Hmm. Uh my mom is considered bougie. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the classic think, Yeah, light skin, pretty. I think she got labeled with that from my grandma, her mom, and mm-hmm. kind of just carried that on with her. Mm-hmm. And I think I said this on here before, but I never, um, it took me longer to understand it from when my mom told me she was talking about, we were walking through the mall one day. I used to like, I just like, just like what I like. So this is, we had the flea markets in Nashville and they had the clothes and shit at the flea market. Mm-hmm. My mom would never buy me that shit, ever. Like nigga, don't even ask for nothing down here. We down here to get food and cheap random shit. You don't wear no clothes from the fucking flea market. <laughs> like that this early. Is- I'm talking about seven, six, nigga, when you don't even like, why why? Nigga, it's a jacket. The jacket got my team on and I wanna wear it. What are you talking about? Yeah. And uh we was in the mall one day and the mannequin had the, the Timberlands. I never forget this. She had, the mannequin had like Timberlands on Tommy Hill figure She's like that's what you want to wear right there That bullshit that you asking for <laughs> Down at the flea market You ain't gonna want that when you get older mm-hmm. And um, she was right I kind of always remembered that it stuck with me I didn't know why then But I used that to segue Into what you were talking about with class um, It's a certain way that you carry yourself But people know What you cool with, what you cool with And what you ain't mm-hmm. Like I'm the homeboy where motherfuckers would be like, nah, bro, you ain't getting that off around Lou. Like you might, we might as well go do that over here, because if we gotta go over Lou's spot and do it, then he gonna have a problem with it. Be trying to put us out. Like, no. So yeah, there is a certain type of class or whatever word that you may be looking for, but there are like separatisms between 
and you hold yourself to that like people yeah. once you carry yourself like that people start to respect that like it was something that it was something today that irritated the shit out of me uh that they got to do with this and uh <laughs> so the job that i work at we had to go into the office today and i'm not the most successful person at that job by any means like there are people that are better at it than i am but the best person at it like we talking he was like man they go to richest nigga here right there what's up rich nigga talking to me and i'm like well bro and then another nigga said this nigga got all that money he ain't got to worry about being good at what we do here like rich anyway and i think that goes to say with what you're talking about with class like I, i'm always going to carry myself like i got it if i don't or not mm -hmm. and i didn't realize how much the people picked up on that i ain't realized how people picked up on how much i like my shoes gonna be clean every time mm -hmm. like this shirt gonna say like something that you want it ain't gonna be no knockoff bullshit mm -hmm. like this backpack is gonna be gucci like and i'm not doing that purposely for other people to see it and be like oh i want to be like him i ain't doing it because i have a certain amount of class like these are my standards yeah your standards it ain't nothing to yeah and it's my standards i ain't mm -hmm. telling the nigga you got to do this to be cool i ain't telling the nigga you got to do this to hang around me i'm just letting you know what i do mm -hmm. and then people start to see that and they 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 say what they say and you know yeah, I just I seen your face when I said that. What what would you look like there for? Uh, I was just thinking about I've I've I've, I've definitely been like the knockoff guy. Like I definitely I don't uh, know if I talked about it on the fashion episode, but I definitely wait, was the knockoff. What? What do you yeah. mean when you say knockoff? Like like, like knockoff Jordan, not Jordan. Yeah, knockoff. I had to knock off Jays. I wouldn't like okay. I wouldn't like crazy with it. Where like, see my knockoff. Yeah, this is like super left. But my knockoff was like, yo, let me get really close to it. Like I was never the go completely out of the box and make people notice your stuff is knockoff i was like yo quiet is kept like i can get this off you know what i'm saying but see like, i could see that though because <laughs> don't take this the wrong way yeah. but like that that was unacceptable in my hood mm. like bro you can't even go outside with that shit on niggas is gonna like niggas is gonna flame you up and then we was outside oh man around niggas it was joke sessions on whatever somebody mm -hmm. porch or whatever corner mm -hmm. or whatever store we standing in front of like nigga if you come out here with some fake like whatever it is uh, oh man this yeah you get roasted no that's but that's just the generation that i grew up in yeah absolutely i mean i think the way i carried myself where it was it was so it was believable that it wasn't that was kind of the thing you know what i mean like that's a part of it like i I, I had to put a whole little demeanor together to carry this on because everything I, I didn't have all fake shoes like but I, yeah. within that there would be a couple little floaters between you know until I finally you would have got, some real Air Forces some fake Jordans yeah like, like, yeah, like real that. New Balances yeah, like, niggas didn't know you know what I'm yeah, saying you know press every other day like you why know, would you these Jordans really... be fake <laughs> you know what I'm definitely yeah. did that but like as i got older i do i do agree i, I it was just something that shit was unacceptable around us bro no i hear you i hear you i've like, seen not even would you get only get joked on like your homeboys like when you in close quarters like because you play video game like bro you, you ain't gonna wear that bitch, bro. they retire you retire you, you yeah, retire you on the spot like, like you be like i ain't wearing them no more they'll sit there in that closet bro throw like, these away throw them away but yeah class and depth it definitely exists people feel like feeling like they're better than whether it be because of clothes or whether it be because of whatever how people act attitudes but yeah it definitely exists is that what you ask yeah i'm just because i, I kind of was just thinking about like kind of like class sophistication because i was even 
super low, super low tier here. But like, I was just thinking about like my my type of humor, and I was just like, I think I have a certain kind of sophisticated humor when it comes, you know, like how the jokes are set up, and that's, that's why good. I kind of was going in that's my head. That's good to take it away from money. That's, that is a really good example taking it away from money because there are, there's certain levels of humor. Like yeah. there's highbrow humor mm-hmm. and there's low, very lowbrow physical comedy. Mm-hmm. I yeah. gotta fall mm-hmm. or kick something or act like a I'm hurt words. by the laugh. Or there's this real subtle, sarcastic, like yeah. it might go over most people's heads. Mm-hmm. That was a really good example right there. That's that's what I was definitely on. I just because I would like stuff that be like, man, check this out. This is funny. I'm like, it's it's not funny to me. And it's not even because I I think and we can we can intro the show, but I think why it's like that, not just humor, but in general is because I respect effort into creative process. And when I don't feel or it doesn't resonate with me that there was real effort in that creative process of the final product, it's 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 not fly to me like it's just not fly to me. Like, so however you setting up your jokes. Like Dave Chappelle had that joke <clears throat> and he set it up and he told them the joke on the front end and then he set up this whole story, came back. He said, See, I even told y'all the joke. I even told y'all the, the punch. At the very beginning. At the very y'all beginning. Gonna, y'all ain't gonna get it until I tell you at the end. Exactly. It so it's like it that type of thing or when it podcasts, when you put it like that's why I, I'm a respecter of of like art in a certain way where you know it has a sophistication to it but I, I don't know I was just thinking about that and I have more to talk about that but we can probably what talk did that have to do with Sexy Red you don't think she's sophisticated you think that black people think they better than her uh well what it, what it has to do with Sexy Red it's kind of two different pieces of the conversation but what it has to do with her I was just more so thinking like the, the realization is like sometimes you don't realize where you're at and I don't mean location I mean in the time and space of your life you your life, yeah. I will. I used to be getting slapped so bad. Like there are stories of me like going home and I'm on the porch and I'm so slapped. I'm leaning almost like about to fall off the porch, trying to knock on the door. You know what I mean? There's these moments I got blackout moments. So still to this day, homies are tell me like, "Hey, yo, bro, you remember that?" It's like, bro, I don't remember that. These are pieces of my life. I done been there before, bro. Pieces yeah. of my life. <laughs> it's like black. It black. So. I look back now and realize it's like, bro, I hadn't, I didn't know where I was at, and I think I said all that to say with her. Now I'm older and I know where I'm at. I try to carry myself with class sophistication. So I think with her, I was just saying that people give her a little more grace. She she don't really know where she at, and she gonna tell you she do because she's famous. And y'all gonna say she do. She probably don't know where she at. Like that, that's that's kind of it was just a, a little. It's a little thought I was thinking about. That was it. Yeah. You got to grow into those spots. Mm-hmm. If you're able, if you're lucky enough to stay there long enough, mm-hmm. you do have to grow and mature into those. Yeah. Like when Jay-Z first started getting big looks, he was like, he did shit to embarrass himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All, all of the, the big stars, like you see them and you see like maybe the clothes that they wear, some stuff that they said, mm-hmm. they wouldn't dare say now that they have more knowledge of their situations, like mm-hmm. you said. And it take a while. It take a while to understand. Yeah, it, do. it do. You live and learn. Bro. But this is another week in the books. This is episode 50. Congratulations, Mo, to you, to me, to this episode, to this show. Getting 50 weeks in the book. Um, well, over a year strong. Yeah. You guys admit on the internet with their passion of podcasting and yeah. giving you some real black man elevated talk, high level conversations. Mo, what you got to say about episode 50? Man, 
it is it is an honor and it is a pleasure. And I know we probably <laughs> it probably comes off like we celebrate a lot here, but we <laughs> we celebrate you to celebrate the wins, but, bro. But you got to celebrate the wins, the little milestones. So fifty yeah, episodes strong is huge. Uh, my old podcast, uh, one of my bros that is in the vault, I still have the episodes on the drive. We got up to twenty five episodes, so I've already doubled that podcast. Um, Coming up on my ten thousand hour, man. My ten thousandth hour. You know, they say it take ten thousand hours to do something to be an expert at it. Yeah. With all the podcasts and the variety of stuff that I've been doing since we started on deck to this to the dead end stuff to good earners to frames per second, I'm coming up on hour ten thousand, man. I'm proud to be here. Yes, sir. And that that is fire as well. So we got something special for y'all this episode. It will be the first launch of Another Week in the Books on YouTube. So y'all go ahead and subscribe now to the YouTube. We will be having some shorts on the Instagram page and our personal pages. Uh, But we just want to expand the brand. And this is the next step. So y'all, we need all of our uh, bookworms step up. You know what I mean? Like we really want to grow this thing. We need y'all. Uh, you want more exposure? There's probably more black men that can benefit, even black women that can benefit from this show. And we don't want we want to make sure that it's getting to all of the ears that need this because this is going to be um, something as, as one of the brothers said, revolutionary. So you know we want to continue to keep the revolution going forward on this, uh, you know, black man growth, man. So episode fifty, here we are, man. Absolutely, man. Revolution will be podcasted. Shout out my guy Jay Ho for coining that phrase, and we're gonna live into it. Gotta get him on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's scared, man. Jay Ho's scared to come. Come on, Jay. I seen him post <laughs> him the other day. I was like, man, we gotta. I can't. I can't tell you how much I can't wait for you. you got two. some questions for him. Uh, for y'all too, like questions. just to. Yeah, I just wanna. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Jay probably one of those dudes. He probably feel like he know me better than. Anybody, most people, that's what he thinks. Anyway, okay, so that would be a good conversation <laughs> with the shit that you asked. Yeah. Probably wrong, but he thinks you do. <laughs> um, Mo, you know how we do it another week in the books, man. Before we get into our overall topic, which is patience this week, man, can't yeah. wait to see what your thought process was when we get deeper into that. There's some things that happen that we're going to talk about. I want your perspective on as well. It's a little sidebar stuff first. Idris Alba, he has a brand new show on Apple Plus. It's called Hijack Fire. Mm. That was my all put on for On Deck. If you guys haven't watched it, go check that out. It's on Apple Plus. You'll be enjoying that. It's three episodes in. I think it's a seven episode limited series. So you ain't got to invest a lot of time in it. I saw an article that I was interested in. Wait, before we go there, Mo, you got something. I got that deep into it. I seen someone was talking. About. You want to get to that, or you want to do it next? I would do it next. You, 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 you okay. laying this out proper, right? I now. was cooking, really. Yeah. You really was, though. Was, like, yeah, it. you got to go right. ahead, and flip, flip the dogs. Bro. All right. So, <laughs> what Idris Alba said was, there was a long time, there was a lot of scuttlebutt out there in the streets about, hey man, Idris Elba is gonna play James Bond. He's cool. He's black. He's sexy. Pause. As far as the women call him, like he's regal, like he's the perfect James Bond. There's only one problem, Mo. Can you guess what that is? Um, he's British. You're a nigga. He's a <laughs> oh, nigga. Oh, you okay. are black, Idris Elba. In case you forgot, we talked about before some comments that he had about being black. Because I thought this was really ironic in him saying that he stopped 
he stopped pursuing the role of James Bond because of the criticism that he was receiving for people from people who didn't think that James Bond should be black. So my question to you from that Mo is, would you let racism deter you from something that you wanted to do if you didn't feel like it would be received well? I, that's a great question. I, I don't think that I would let it detour me from thinking it wouldn't be received well. I think I would let it detour me if it's just if it starts to become real hurtful to my soul where it's like dang like people are because these celebs people make threats all the time of course that ain't gonna happen but it's like i don't it, once it once you get past all the, the so to speak little people that are just in a comment section and you start getting to actual media places that are kind of like low-key dogging you then it's just it, it it can be discouraging you know what i'm saying like it we do this podcast and I'm just very you've been doing this a long time I've been doing this a long time and some things are good for business and some things are bad for business and I'm not saying I think this would have been a great look for him but again I don't know what he's seen or what specifically stuck that made him say you know what I'm just gonna fall back on it but I wouldn't let racism detour me from doing I mean I wouldn't play no black Superman or nothing though. But like James Bond is like right up there. I think they should have did that over Little Mermaid, to be honest. Um, the black Superman, I think I would never understand. I guess it's a comic book thing for you, but Animal Brown says the same thing. And another nigga that I know that's deep into Marvel says the same thing that there shouldn't be a black Superman. And I, for the life of me, do not understand what y'all mean when y'all say it. Superman's corny. But why couldn't he be black? Black man ain't corny. I'm throwing this in the bag with black men don't cheat. <laughs> I'm throwing, why they just say that? I'm throwing this right in there. So there's no logical explanation. Yeah, no, no, no logic. Black men ain't caught it. Like that's it. So, so. If, if they, before I get to Idris Elba, yeah, if they redid Superman and he was black, he came from the same planet, same bullshit with kryptonite, whatever it may be, but instead of the farm in Indiana, it was the hood in fucking New Orleans and this nigga like grew up in third ward and all of this shit like you wouldn't fuck with Superman like you wouldn't fuck with that story of Superman I, I mean for me keep the story just keep it if you're gonna do it just keep the story the same I don't understand I don't I don't because I, I don't care I cannot wrap my mind of, while people say that I'm tired no I, I I'm I'm good with black swapping out the black for heroes it's just for me with the Superman thing Superman's not really that interesting. He doesn't have a great his origin story is not really that dope. That's why I feel like the movie's never done really that well. The games have been okay. It just doesn't ever do well because I think he doesn't have the he interest. white. If he was black, it'd be different. It, <laughs> you, you, right. All of these superpowers that was black and still had to deal with the shit that black men have to deal with and had and and, and couldn't had that fuck him up, but Luke still Cage. had to go through it. Luke Cage, I there it was. That was black Superman right there, Luke Cage. He was like he had powers he, like Superman. He couldn't fly. He couldn't fly, but he couldn't what be I'm killed. Saying, he like really Superman couldn't be killed. The though. They scared to let a black man be the <laughs> ultimate like, badass. Right, they don't right. want no. They don't even want y'all to think like. Nah, don't man, even get that nigga. Don't, even, don't y'all niggas don't even get it twisted. Niggas don't like deny it again. Superman, right? <laughs> I don't like that, but we'll we'll visit that later. Getting back to okay. Idris Elba, um, for me, if it was if it was violence, then I get. It. 
if my family is threatened and people are saying man i'm gonna kill you and your family because you want to be the black first black james bond then i get it i may back out if i felt that those threats were real but i wouldn't turn down the opportunity like this because i didn't like what people were saying online fuck those people bro yeah it's people that don't like stringer bell like you're not gonna denounce that character that you played in the wire yeah if i was able like james bond is a recognizable figure throughout the world that mm-hmm. means in something totally different for his career which has been great to this point but it could be even bigger and have a bigger notch on it if you're playing fucking james bond and he got the credentials to do so and he got the makeup and the set to do so but the reason that i would say ah, no, i don't want to do it because people don't want him to be black I don't fuck with that. I don't think that that's cool. That, right? Like I wouldn't, I would have never came out and even said that. But that's the reason that he turned it down. He saw people saying that they didn't want a black James Bond. James Bond is not black. Why would you want to play the role of James Bond? He let that deter him from pursuing the role even further. They were in preliminary talks of him taking over the role from Pierce Bronson and uh whatever the other nigga name is that played him before him. yeah the, the, they had a classic James other, Connery or whatever his fucking name yeah whatever. James Connery uh, one of those know. dudes yeah, some famous like, old classic white actor famous old white dude that yeah. are famous forever that I shouldn't even know their fucking names but they played James Bond and mm-hmm. they went down Sean in Connery. history Sean Connery so yeah. what's wrong with a black man playing it and why would a black man be like nah because they're saying stuff online or I'm seeing stuff out in the street I'm gonna let that deter me from being the best person that I could be. Now nah, I don't rock with that at all. I think I think man, I, that's the crazy thing because I think it would work. Plus, he has the British accent, everything. Man, like, that nigga would have he, He's that tall. Shit, nigga. He man, he has the whole he package. Fit all calls. the criteria. Like, he he really black. do. He really do, bro. Like to me, I don't even feel like I, I can't even slide, bro. I don't even feel like this is a force. Like like it, the little it little works mermaid. Perfectly it works other perfect. Other than him being black, bro. That's what I'm like. But even then, it's like, bro, he's not. And I, I don't want to divide us. So let me please listen. If we have British black, African black, you know, other blacks that are not U.S. black. I don't know. This is just the way I got to be black everywhere. So if you're not, you know, necessarily U.S. black, but I don't want to divide us. But he's not even like Crenshaw black. You know what I'm saying? Or like New York black. He's British black. So it's like, bro. He ain't American black. Man. Yeah, it's, he's like Obama black. Between American black and your other Obama black. black. Yes, yeah. Pretty much, black. you know what I'm saying. So black. it's like, bro, come on. You know what I mean? Let let him get that. All. I I don't see why that doesn't work. I think, like I say, I'm not trying to. Well, people are gonna hate and be prejudiced regardless. So yeah, that's gonna be that. But I'm not even as hung up on that fact of, oh man, he's he shouldn't be black. Cause with Superman, I do feel that way. Like you guys are saying that he shouldn't be black. I'm hung up on the fact that why? Well, why would people even say that? With this James Bond shit, I don't even care why people saying that he shouldn't be black. My bigger problem is like, bro, you had the opportunity in your hand, but you're telling us because of what people are saying, mm-hmm. because of some shit that you read, mm-hmm. oh, it's not worth it to me, and that's crazy. That's insane to me. Okay, so let's let's move further into it then. Let's go away from that. What do you think Idris What do you think his challenge is? Because we talked about him a few weeks back. You know, this was a part of it and how he didn't want to be recognized as a black actor, but just an actor. That That's was a conversation we had. What do you think is his hang up? I mean, he's been in a Tyler Perry it. film. That's as black as it, it gets. I, I what that he's he, black he's not black? american black yes you don't have the same struggles and the same goals that we would have as american blacks 
and it's people can try to relate to us as much as they want and this can they can take this as being divisive as they want to but i still stand on it like there's a different experience for black people that grow up in america from black people to grow up in the uk or caribbean black people or black people to grow up in africa regardless of if, if you didn't grow up in america with black other black people raising a black lifestyle then you just don't understand it i think that black people from america are totally different and other groups of american was other groups of black people don't understand that and they try to shun american black people for that all you guys should just get over slavery all you guys should just do that. all you why are you asking for reparations wanting the white man to give you stuff like that they don't understand the while you and i aren't slaves of course we weren't affected by slavery in the larger sense of the word there is a as we talked about when you travel and you get to go to different places and you feel that pressure being lifted off your shoulders mm -hmm. there is that pressure that american black people deal with on a daily basis their whole lives growing up in this country mm -hmm. like they can't be denied it don't matter how rich you are it don't matter any of those things at some point in time you're going to be regarded as a nigger because the way you grew up and i'm not sure that it's the same way yeah. in, in the uk or in the caribbean or in africa where there's predominantly more black people yeah only black people in america have this experience that black americans have and i know that sounds like an oxymoron and really simple and dumb to say but it's true when you start to have conversations with people and you get to know like well what are you judging that on what that based off of what do your beliefs come from like just today I was having conversations with a brother. He's first generation American as to where he was born here in Atlanta. His parents are from Africa. They came from there. And I said, well, what's your perception of black Americans? And he thought about it. He was He's a thought, thought out dude. So he was trying to figure out what my angle was and asking that. And my angle in asking that was, did he even have a perception of black Americans outside of his culture? Because you grew up here too. So for you not to consider yourself a black American and still consider yourself, I'm from Africa and my family's from Africa and look at us differently, that speaks volumes into itself. Mm. So he started to talk about, and, well, I see y'all is this, and y'all, I let him talk. And I said, you see what I'm saying? You have a perception of what you think black people in America should be like, even though you grew up here, you still have your like family, your mom, your dad, the people that grew up in Africa that are instilling and more influential than what you've seen here. So now you make judgment on black Americans or they may be lazy or they may be this or they may be that. They don't try as hard or they have things given to them or they, they expect this because mm -hmm. they're Americans and you know, just the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So even and as we started to have our conversation, he started to get where I was coming from and saying, well, I guess what you're right. Because I do have a perception of black Americans and I discount myself from that perception. I don't look at myself like you. Well, nigga, you grew up in Atlanta. How do you not look at yourself? <laughs> How do you not look at yourself like that? That's crazy. It is so it you're absolutely right. And I think that is the hang up for Idris. You know, me and my wife, we just we just hit the hibachi spot. Um, food was good. You didn't catch no shrimp, did you? He ain't throw you no shrimp. Nah, he, he tried to give me something on a plate, and I, I he forgot. Oh, I'm sorry, vegetarian. I was like, yeah, you know. Uh, but so the hibachi spot, you forget that when you go in there, if you're not with a full eight, 
you know what I mean, full eight or full ten, however, you're going to sit with the with other people. We go in there, we in a section, ain't nothing, not one, I mean, not one black couple, black person. We sit there, and now you got to get into your own black bubble. These are the challenges that we have that people don't understand. So now, me and my wife can't be just in a full comfort zone of oh it's just you know like our norm like oh we just out and about we had our own little table now that we're at this table full of other you know other ethnic really white people now we have to take on a role to comfort one another now because you we're my, black you my black person in the yes room, i'm exactly yeah so now <laughs> we're not even really being the full organic version because we got a duty now to be that yeah, black I'm protecting person, you you protecting me. Yeah, I can't even really pay attention. You to see that. what I'm saying? These are what things I want to take in. Yeah. These are the layers that people do not understand. And it's like, well, why you got to feel that way? They these guys, they weren't bothered by these white people. They were just there, but you don't understand. There's a ratio of these people that don't like us. There's a ratio of these people who don't understand us, and then there's just a ratio of these people that don't look at us as equals. But it's like I don't hate you I don't not like you I just don't think you're You know what I mean So I it's like Disregard you It's disregarding And there's that small percent They say man I think everybody's equal I don't I don't get their problem But you don't know that You know what I'm saying So you go in there And then you know My wife She has You know Her nails done Beautiful And so Then you got Now you're self conscious I'm like oh your nails Are so nice They're so beautiful They're this and that But now I don't know if she felt this way But now me Subconsciously Wait a minute. Are they really complimenting She's you? Trying to be funny. Or are you see? She's this is funny. These are the black <laughs> And one last thing, I'll move on. I promise. But because I, I you you really touched me with what you were saying. And then lastly, my wife was like, Yeah, this 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 white woman kept looking over your way, like, and then she had this concerned look. And then then her husband was looking at you with this concerned look. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, I don't know. So I looked at them back. I have no idea because I was in the black bubble. The minute I knew he was Dolo, I'm not looking for any of y'all. I may kind of glance quick and then come back and look back down at my food. Glance quick, look down at my food because I'm not going to lock eyes. I'm. We already talked about like reactionary and trusting your reaction stuff. But like, just to say all that to say, it's like, that's something small. Just going to get the bite to eat, not understanding. Like, that's the black experience. Just one thing, going to eat somewhere where it's not really none of y'all. So it's like he can if you don't understand that. I mean, you, you got a tough road ahead, bro. But you but it's just bro, you've been over here too long, bro. You didn't been too many of these black roles. You didn't been around rappers. You didn't been you didn't been around, bro. Like, come on. He's been a, a he's nigga, been a doctor now. Yeah. Like, come on. A nigga willing to play a drug dealer in Baltimore, but not willing to play like 007 <laughs> spy like that's that's fucking crazy to me. He was James Bond and, and he, Takers. That's why. <laughs> was he? I ain't seen Takers. Nah, Is Takers the, the TI movie. movie. That was a TI movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he wasn't James Bond, that. but but yeah, it, it was a good movie for what it was. Yeah. You just have man. Relax. Um, next, this is this should be fun, Mo. I, I've, I've wanted to know. I, I had got this over to you when it popped off. I wanted to know what you would think as a married man. Um, Kiki Palmer. Were you familiar with her? Oh, absolutely. I like Kiki Palmer. She's yeah. cool. She, she got a good vibe. I like. She do her. got a good vibe. She, she got really that uh, vibe, uh, 
was a girl I would want to be friends with her. Yeah, I would want to be friends yeah. with her. Like she don't even, she ain't even one of them chicks that you look at as a man and be like, God, I, geez, she don't know what I'll do to her. You see, it, it ain't even that. It's just like, I see cool. Like this you, is the you, home. You think girl. about it once. You would I, I, now, especially. <laughs> It's not like saying, hey, we're going to be real. It'll be on, once, bro. but then once you realize be, yeah, you're in the friend yeah, zone. That's the homie. That's the homie. Yeah, that's the homie. I ain't yeah. even got no problem with this being the homie. Yeah. I, sh- I-, I fuck with Kiki Mama. I say that to say, Usher is wrapping up his residency in Vegas. Mm-hmm. All right? So the last couple of shows happened over the weekend. Kiki Palmer was there with her homegirls. Red flag number one in my, in Spike Lou's opinion. And we'll okay. get into this. I like it. There were her homegirls, yeah. right? To, at the Usher show in Vegas, that ain't gonna be there forever, and people are telling the best show. But she's married and has a husband. But she there with her homegirls. Mm-hmm. We gonna move past that. Okay. See, there were her homegirls. Usher walks up to her, as any normal man would recognize Kiki Palmer. She's a presence in black culture. He sees her. He's singing. There goes my baby, and you know he picks, stands her up. Do the little 360 little turnaround she got on the little the see-through joint that the chicks is wearing nowadays cheeks is out cheeks is out <laughs> married married woman just had kids cheeks is out now after this clip came out kiki's palm kiki palmer i don't, I don't even know if she's married i said that wrong her baby daddy the nigga that she's dating the the father of her kids he took to twitter said damn man a mom that's a mom right there y'all looking at dancing with usher with her cheeks out like that he said that's a mom that's a mom y'all looking at bro (laughs) he said that's a mom that's That's somebody's mom that y'all looking at we had conversations me and her about the outfit before she left the crib but she obviously didn't listen and when it rocked it anyway now she dancing with usher and i feel some type of way okay so i'm gonna run the twitter I'm gonna let the tweet streets know that my baby mama, wife, if they marry, I don't like the dress she had on. And she was dancing with Usher, and I ain't like how that nigga was looking at her. Mm-hmm. So rightfully so, Twitter drug him, dug him a new asshole, as he should have got. But I wanted your perspective as a married man on your wife, maybe wearing scantily clad clothing, or maybe even dancing with Usher. As a husband, a confident husband, which I'm sure you am, Armo, how would you have taken this? Uh, saying that is somebody's. Did you mom. see the clips first? Yes, I did. Yes, I seen the clips. All right, so there's a few things. Now, being married for years, I've my 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 observation level has grown tremendously because when you're with a woman, it's going to grow because they always catch things you ain't catching. So now my observation level is even more stronger than it was before. So when I looked at the video, Usher, there's a couple things that he did. There was not, there was no foul play to me when it comes to Usher. Okay, get into it. Usher. I, I showed this to a couple other married men. They said the same thing. So I, I'd like to hear this. Y'all okay. on the same page. So I looked at Usher when he grabbed it for the hug. Comfortable space above the, the cheeks. And, Comfortable. The exact same rhetoric that I got earlier yeah. when I showed it. Somebody said, man, second above my ass. And secondly, I kind of looked at where the leg was. He kind of had a little bit of that right leg in front. So that's kind of that protective guard where it's like, I ain't on nothing. Like, I'm, I'm being trying to put my dick I, yeah, on your I'm girl. Not, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, don't even think there's some subtle little rub going on. There ain't nothing going on. And then lastly, 
when he kind of backed up uh she kind of turned around he he wasn't even smiling or even giving the flirt like fake like i see you girl he kind of let it marinate and then he came back he's like kiki palmer y'all kept it professional fully so usher is a world-class act uh and and let's not even i do this yes don't get and and don't forget and we I ain't up here trying to get no cheap feels. It don't matter who it is. I yes. do this shit. Yes. And we got to remember, too, for context, uh, Kiki Palmer has had some choice words about Trey songs in the past. Uh, and uh, many other people have, too, as far as like aggressive play. With So I'd imagine that's an importance when, you know, he they used to rock, you know, us, Trey. So I imagine like I want to make sure you feel really comfortable and I'm not here for that. And that's just us like he's not doing that now taking it over to kiki palmer here's the challenge bro i talked about earlier not knowing where you at okay <laughs> this this is where it all came from too you just had a child you, you're going through this and best you your need, body's ever looked in your life the best your body's look and, and but kiki palmer she comes off as a person that has struggles a little bit with confidence I would accept that. I, I, I think she saying. has moments because she's had, you know, just some, I could see some that. difficulties with skin. Like she spoke on it. She I showed people. That. So I I, un, I feel like from a foundation standpoint, I'm putting out the cheeks. I'm putting on the mesh. I'm putting on the, the, the stuff because I need, I, I hate to say, and this is not the route to go. I'm going to get to that point. But I need this validation. It's unfortunate, but I need those eyes. I need those eyes to feel better about myself as a woman right now. I need those eyes to know I still got it, though I had a child. I need those eyes. And so that's where I believe she's coming from. Now, if if she's my wife, there's not a converse. I mean, there's not a conversation. There's not even a moment you you think you're going to leave and go out there like that. If you think you're going to do that after we've had a conversation to be dressed that way, what are you saying to me? There, there, there's other ways she could have wore. She could have wore so many other things and got this off still. She's she's got a figure, so it, it you could have wore a body type dress, got it off. Skirt, dress, got it off. You didn't have to put so much like you're barely covered, and you're not at the beach. Mm. There's so many other things you could have done, choices. Still get the eyes that you're looking for, but instead you go for the maximum. Who am I? Go ahead, Luca. Husband, you're asking that question. Who am I? Like if the baby daddy, I don't know what that is. I mean, I can't. I, Whatever it's been that so, nigga is. It's been a long time let's, since I've been a. Let's boyfriend. talk about. Okay, let's take it off that lame ass nigga. <laughs> And let's put it on to a more respectable man in yourself, right? Okay. Because <laughs> I, I got questions. And I, I don't respect that nigga. So I, I respect you. So I'm going to ask you. All right? Okay. I was up. I was with you until you said we have the conversation and I don't agree with it. So why was you wearing Right? Because before that, you led it up to uh, you might need that validation. Who knows what you went through during pregnancy? Post pregnancy, mm-hmm. who knows? Even, even, even if it's outside of me as your man, yeah. your boyfriend, your husband, even if it's outside of me being like, baby, you look beautiful. Yeah. If she comes to me and be like, you know what, Usher, July, whatever, July Fourth, and, and I'm, I'm wearing this, nigga. What do you think? And I'm saying, 
you you really you you wearing that that's what you're gonna rock with and she like yeah baby this this is what i feel like this is what i need to wear to this it's like the usher concert i gotta step out me spike lou hands up you got it you cool whatever it may be now the first red flag that i said though usher show this nigga putting on a hell of a show i ain't even got to be a fan of usher even before my girl tell me she wearing the sheer shit with the butt cheeks out i want to go okay. even if it's one song so the first red flag is my nigga you should have been there okay and that's the reason that i sent you the other clip with joe button in there and his chick and usher doing the same thing and serenading her joe button was sitting right there mm-hmm. shook usher hand before she went into all that shit yeah firm handshake hey i'm right here my nigga i know yeah. my bitch thick don't get too googly eyed don't do none of that because it can go left in here yeah. i'm still a man mm-hmm. i'm still a man right okay that's the presence you get to implement when you're there you're doing stuff with your lady you ain't gotta like to do it it ain't gotta be number one in your list but still hey my girl want to go out feel good feel confident dance have a good time i'm gonna go with her I may enjoy one or two songs, but that's cool. She want me to come with her as her man. I'm going to be there. You and I talked about this a little bit off screen. It's like, how much do you like the person that you're with? Mm. Because if my girl is telling me, now get it in the way you said, oh, I want to rock the sheer joint. I'm going to have a thong zone. My ass going to be fat. Like, you really got to rock that? You cool? That, that, that's what That's what you that's what you gotta rock i might not be all right with you like well baby this is what i it's gonna make me feel confident you know what i'm good you can wear it and i'm not even giving you permission i'm just telling you as your man i don't have a problem with it because you can wear it whether i say yes or no mm-hmm. and that don't matter to me i'm not that type of overbearing dude yeah. so when i say it depends on how much or not you like the person that you're dealing with and you and i talked about people just being in relationships yeah. just to be in them and not even really fucking liking the person that you're dealing with bro if i like someone yeah. if we're in love like yeah you can wear that i don't care if it makes you feel happy and that's what you need to wear to get off cool i'm gonna be supportive of it it ain't detrimental to me in any way all it is is like like we try to make this thing about pro- being provocative and things of this nature oh well what if a dude tries her or whatever it may be then we'll deal with that when it comes mm-hmm. but if my woman is telling me that this is what i want to do i feel this, this is gonna make me feel good go with it. i'm gonna support you because that's what i'm standing here that's why i'm your man right but here's I-, the- I ain't here to question you I ain't but, here to go on Twitter and be like, oh well, man, she shouldn't be wearing that. She's a mom. And you, he bugging. But but here's here's the thing though, Spike. Like, there's just Let's get into it. There's certain things that are when you're in a marriage or a long relationship. There's you you can't tell one another what to do, what not to do. Got That's that. true. That's no matter what, because you're individuals, even though you're collective. However, there's an understanding on when certain things are said. That you kind of got to perk your ears up and be like, okay, this is something I got to listen to him on. Or this is something I got to listen to her on. You just know when those things come. So for me, it's like, I understand you want to do that, but it's like, have some respect for me. Nah, and, and, Mo. Yeah. Nah, Mo. Yeah, so bro. Where's, where's the lack you of respect a, for you? You are, you are somebody's mother. 
stop it. Stop it, bro. You better you than are that. You better than that. Wife. You're better than that, Mark. But you are, but you are my wife, and I know. Where's the lack it. of respect for you come in at though? Because you, you are my guarded jewel. Okay. You are my guarded jewel, and okay. men are gonna be men. Okay. You're gonna be attractive, and you're gonna have no matter what men. If, if men get the the men that I'm speaking to, that like really like, why you wearing that? Those men ain't gonna they gonna have a problem with whatever she, that she gonna wear. I'm not that person, but however, it's just like there's levels to it, and the level you took it to is the level like I'm I'm not with someone. I I don't have something at home. I don't agree with that. Yeah, but, but that, that but that is what it is it's, though because it's just it's the how do you bathing suit, bro? Like but, you, you're but telling me your wife can't wear a thong? What's what is, what's the occasion though? You're what your usher concert friends. in Vegas. What your this single, is a once in a lifetime thing. Okay, but you can't you can't get your sexy on without showing that much though. Why why is that a problem? Get your sexy on to the fullest extent that you want to, because now I have trust. On at I have like trust that. in you as my woman that it's not going to go too far. And if there are any problems, I'm going to pull up. But that, like, yeah, I'm like that, that. That that's the end of it. Nah, bro. See, this is that authority thing. But it's <laughs> it's always that. I always know it's come back to. But but you always try to blame. Nah, but well, because I know what it is. Because you, you I don't know, like you, no, yeah, you not. I don't well, like because no you like that more. So, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not. Gonna, you know, you say, for one, you're not gonna tell me what to do. For two, I'm not gonna tell you what to do. For three, I'm not gonna convince you of anything. So I know your stance. So it's all lines up. So I know why you like. Look, you gonna do. But for me, it's like, nah. Sometimes you gotta, you got to, you gotta put your foot down at moments like these are moments it's like okay it's small to the rest of the world but if we got an understanding and this you know this bothers me respect that because if i go and do something like hey you're a little too friendly when you're doing it's like what i'm paying for my stuff at, with the cashier but you're a little too friendly i don't like how you make those little corny jokes mm -hmm. what but it's not i'm not doing nothing but i don't like that it's to yeah. me it's like to if and this is me like you said we talked about our own like to me it's like i i have a lot of leeway for where you could take it you got the split over here the double split on the dress mm. the, the high up mm. that where you can't even really but when you're Booty going out. yeah but but when you're going all the way where you're and then you're like flaunting and showing it it's just to me you're be my respectable wife because i sure want to be your respectable husband how, how when i'm outside when i present myself period that's how i look at it bro it's like like your mom used to tell man. you act like you I got some sense like to, i can't get to that place though because one this is entertainment right if i'm married to kiki palmer i don't know i don't know who this nigga is i don't know his name i don't know yeah. this nigga other people online they, they seem to know this nigga from somewhere i don't know what he famous for other than being her her boyfriend husband baby daddy who the fuck this nigga is mm -hmm. i gotta respect the field and, and, and what you do too like that plays into it. a lot of people not talking about that bro like i showed you the clip of the joe button and his girl is out there i don't know joe button's girl name i've never seen her i've not two or three times i didn't even know that was him yeah, that was Joe Budden. That was his girl on other pictures that I showed you, the thick mm -hmm. chick, right? Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to give two different scenarios of how it happened. Yeah. I'm Kiki Palmer's husband. There are things that I have to accept with what she does. 
Just like if a girl was married to me and she's like, well, I don't like you talking about whatever it may be on podcast in front uh -huh. of bitch, relax. Like you got to respect what I do. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with Kiki Palmer, bro. She's an entertainer. This is one of the biggest shows in our culture that Vegas has had is this residency for Usher. Mm -hmm. So for him to come up to her, be spinning her around, her looking amazing mm -hmm. in that dress, butt cheeks out, making this a moment. Mm -hmm. Why am I, as her husband, going to be her biggest hater and be like, oh, that's a mom. I'm wow. letting her shine, bro. <laughs> like, there, there's nothing that, like, that's her field. She does this. She's in entertainment. Even if I'm sitting at home and it did look a little close to me, or if it did look a little intimate, more intimate than I would have liked, you know what? I will see you when you pull back that up. That part. That part. That's yeah. I'm here with now. That I'm totally we gonna have a conversation. And she's in it. And yeah, you're right. It's different when it comes to entertainment. That's why for me, I would never I'm not gonna I wouldn't even have been with somebody in that space because if you're mm. telling me I gotta chalk that up and I'm not you gotta chalk that up. Yeah, chalk yeah, that yeah, up. you're right in that space, but real I'm niggas not, chalk that up. Lame niggas can go to Twitter and all oh, baby don't want you yeah, to do but that. It all but depends, really gotta chalk that up. Yeah, but it all depends on what you signed up for too. You know what I'm saying? If you signed you up signed for that, up for being Kiki Palmer's exactly. baby daddy. And that's why I'm like, oh, I understand that. I, I'm just talking about in general when we taking this from you know, us, we deal with the regulars, the day-to-days, our bookworms. When we're talking about those people, this is what I'm speaking more towards. Like, you you married or you got a girl and she actually got it going on and she's going out with the girls type situation or whatever. But, I mean, nonetheless, I mean, we, we love you, Kiki Palmer, and, and it's good to yes. see your mental health doing better. And congratulations on, on the, you know, the, the child and all that good stuff. But, yeah, just do... Before we move on... Oh, yeah, I did want to say something else. If I hope you're going into what you're saying, I, I want to say this about the dude. Like, man, again, me and Spike talk about this. Like, this extra sassiness, this extra softness, this weak, like, man, y'all got to toughen up, bro. And I promise you, I am not the tough guy. <laughs> I am not the tough guy. You but, ain't even speaking in the sense of fight. Yeah, but it's like outside, there's just up. certain like, men have attributes. Have some respect for yourself. Go ahead, bro. I mean, because I'm going to go on a rant. I feel it coming. <laughs> I feel the rant coming, bro. Because this is, I'm tired of this, man. I think even what you said with like regular dudes, though, taking it off of Kiki Palmer, this yeah. dude. You got to like the person that you with, bro. And you have to understand like, hey, if this is something that gives them joy, how lenient can I be on this? That's and when I mean how lenient, like you ain't got to be like a pushover. You ain't got to be a step map. But I still can be supportive of what my partner wants to do without feeling like I got shitting on or that they're doing too much. Mm -hmm. The simple conversations that can be had. And that was the, the the basis of this the lack of communication where this nigga felt like in order for my wife to feel the brunt of how mad I am, in order for her to really understand that I didn't fuck with this because we had the conversation, she went and did it anyway. She danced with the nigga anyway, even though I may not have liked that. So what I do is I go to Twitter. And I put my tweet fingers together and say, oh, this is a mom and this, that, and the third. And I get drugged because of that. Now my, my, now my relationship 
is being judged amongst 300 million people who don't know me who don't know her and they're just going off shit that they've seen in clips and a tweet that i posted in order to avoid that you gotta be confident in the person that you're dealing with bro like it has to be something like no i fuck with this person and even though i may not fuck with them going out in the sheer dress with the thong on and, and that may not be me i'm gonna support it because that makes them feel good and whatever backlash comes with that i'm gonna fight that with them because you know what that's my person i ain't gonna go against them i ain't yeah. gonna try to get people to say oh you were wrong i'm gonna stand right here in the corner and me and you gonna fight all of these demons together mm-hmm. or whatever may come from it because you know what i support you and i fuck with you yeah. there ain't enough of that in our community where people yeah. like nah this person right here i fuck with them i ain't letting you go in on them i ain't backing away from them i ain't going to twitter to shit on them i ain't trying to embarrass them i fuck with them yeah it ain't enough i fuck with you relationships in our, in our in our community it, it is and it's like stop being scared to be stop being scared to be embarrassed be that person to say i fuck with you like like you're not even embarrassing be... it's just like i fuck with you but but there's it it it, 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 it it, it it takes away from being embarrassing when that person feels the same way. Now, if you overexerting yourself, then yeah, you need to sell back and evaluate. Like if you fuck with somebody that don't fuck with you like that, but if there's somebody on the other end who Kiki Palmer has definitely not represented that she is, she seemed like a perfect oh, stand-up yeah. lady. Yeah. If you got somebody like that and this is like oh, they want to go out in the sheer dress with the thong going and have their cheeks out, cool. Yeah. My nigga, what are you doing? Yeah. So I hear you. I, I just and only the embarrassing thing I'm I'm just speaking to is just it's it's not that she's embarrassing you intentionally. She's having a good time. It's caught on camera, but it's like when something I remember, bro, when when I was when we were engaged and we were getting close to our wedding, my boys took me out for bachelor night. Uh, sorry, bros, it just wasn't it wasn't it like that's it, that stuff always happens to me. Like that's why I don't do big stuff because I always you know. But my wife, however, when she was out with her girls, they did it big. How could they imagine did it. how your best somebody went, bro? Yeah, yeah. You probably yeah. wish you had the Bible out and everything. I wasn't that guy at all. <laughs> Trust me. They got footage of me at the my club. My Mo had the Bible. And, uh, like, all right, here's what we're going to turn to Ephesians 35. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but, but, like, I came home, and I guess the girls went out and stuff, but I came home, the whole house was a mess. I mean, we talking toy dildos and all kind of crazy stuff well i clearly knew they had a great time and i was so mad i was so mad bro like and i remember i and my father-in-law he had he had to talk me off the ledge because i was just like what you doing they got these men over here and they stripping and dancing and this and that forgetting the whole element of it's like element of bro it's a bachelorette night it's supposed to be like that i was a young insecure man at that moment you know what i'm saying like just like what we supposed to be getting married and that's where i was but again we talk about not knowing where you were now i know where i was so it's like this dude like he's he's venting out here to save face where he thinks he can because that's public so i'm gonna go public but it's just like nah bro you know <sighs> drake got this line on stay scheming she want to tell me secrets about a rap nigga i tell her it's more attractive when you hold it down you hold it down and i always love that line it's more attractive when you hold it down so it's like bro you got her you want already even with that man i I don't like what people and we're going to get into this This is the perfect segue i hate when people give in to peer pressure 
and it has to do with patience. Mm -hmm. I see my girl out here doing it. It's my homeboy. Said, Man, you see, you see your girl with Usher? Like, she had the cheeks out and everything. Like, bro, yes, I seen her. My text to her, like, did you enjoy yourself? Cool. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's the extent of it, bro. I, like, yeah, I got to take the heat or joke with my niggas about it, whatever it may be. But if that's my person, if that's genuinely the person that I fuck with and want to spend the rest of my life with, then it's cool, bro. Like, you got it off. You wore the thing that you wanted to wear. You had a fun night. Like, one of the best R&B singers ever in the history of singing serenaded you. He made you feel wonderful. Like, I can't do that because I'm not Usher and I don't sing those songs. I'm glad you had a fucking good time. Mm -hmm. That's it. He missing he because you're right because you're missing the perspective because bro, and you're doing all that. It's and Usher. You're coming home. It to ain't me. some random nigga, this right? Is yeah, Usher and, and this is my girl. My girl. I can get her to wear that for me and dance. And she coming back home, though. <laughs> I can bend her over in that. Like I'm getting the real deal from it. This I'll see just you later. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, what are we talking about? Everybody like, niggas is looking, are crazy. Yeah, you're right. But we our perspective is wrong and that we haven't had men to build us up in that quiet male That's confidence. Like we haven't that, had men to build us up in the confidence. Because we don't know that like now, quiet male men confidence. feel like they gotta be sensational. Yeah. But guess what we but I got guess what we was jump out on Twitter. With. We was built up with that with that woman defending brashness. Most of us was grow, grew up that way. You know what I mean? So that's like that's kind of where you see these Thanks. young men kind of acted that way because you didn't get that quiet men confidence, knowing you holding it down, knowing that you got you got the win already. It's yours. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, okay. but but this week, man, y'all know we can go. That was tangents. a good topic, man. What that was got? great, great. But this week we're talking patience, man. Uh, we've alluded to this in a few episodes. Y'all gonna start seeing some crossover and more layered episodes because. A lot of these conversations tie into the other thing, but this week we're talking about patience. Other thing. Um, and I think about patience. How'd you come up with this? How'd you come uh, up with patience? Well, really just simple, just so I don't talk forever here, but just like, you know, we're, we're pregnant and we're in the process of looking for a home and like things are happening fast, but slow. And I imagine that's how everybody life feels. I feel like things are kind of happening fast, but then yet slow. And so what really drew me to this is just kind of the concept of how to be patient and even thinking about our show, think about the success and thinking about growth, thinking about timing, all these things that you think about on your come up on your rise, trying to do things. And it's like you're trying to go 100 miles an hour, but the outcome doesn't necessarily go as fast as the as the labor so that's what made me think about patience and i wanted to ask you you've said plenty of times um throughout this show that you you are impatient mm. are you still that way this is my achilles heel absolutely it it like <laughs> if you want to piss me off if you if you want me to like get out of character at night oh it's spike blue he's a nice guy like if you like just make me wait or tell me that something's gonna happen and it's three four hours later or a couple of days later or like you just procrastinate with me and you're like like i'm the most impatient person i don't know where it came from i don't know i'm working to get over it but yeah this is probably one of the biggest 
hurdles in my life and a lot of it got to do with what you're saying like even with projects or things that i do with podcasts or things that i do with work like i, I expect them to work out immediately mm. and the the trap that i fall into uh is people will say oh well, you're so smart or this was such a good idea and you're thinking well if this is a good idea and i'm so smart then as soon as i start working on it boom as soon as i put it out it should work like yeah. i should have yeah. millions of views from it Boy. i should get thousands of dollars i can quit my job like all of these things and now i'm like well i thought y'all said i was smart like why am i hiding right. why am i ha having to do all of this stuff why is it taking so long why am i not getting the response that i expected and even from there down to a remedial level on like everyday stuff of going to the barber shop going to get something to eat like it irritates my soul bro like when stuff takes too long like it it, it i don't know what it is it, it probably was put into me i talked about it a little bit in therapy my mom used to rush a lot when i was younger like she used to be like constantly go 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 come on come on come on come on and my therapist d shout out we had him on the show he said that probably has something to do with it as far as my mom rushing a lot but yeah i am impatient as fuck i do a good time of hiding it sometimes with people like i can <laughs> i can almost be like like i'll be like twisting like i do this little thing with my fingers like, yeah God, come on bro like come the fuck on like what are y'all doing and I'm I'm going through this whole thing in my head. Like, why is this taking so long, bro? Like, what are they doing? Like, are they just getting over on me? Like, do they like like I, all of these things start triggering in my head? I am the most impatient person that I know. But a lot of people really may not realize that because I don't verbalize it. I don't really, I don't be outwardly like, man, come on, y'all taking too long. <laughs> it's just an internal thing with me where I'm like, ah, like it's just eating me up inside. This shit is taking so long. I'm definitely. Like, I'm, I'm bad I can't wait. I'm gonna when we I'm actually link. It, I'm gonna find a way to oh just God, like subtly do something that's going like <laughs> tell like ah oh, look at him. He get eaten. Look at him. My cousins would do I stuff like that. When well, you know it, they bro. know they know your button, and so they're gonna do something subtle, but you don't realize. My friends that, like that. Yeah, my friends uh, like that too. Yeah, definitely. Like, hey, hold on, wait, 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 hold on, wait, hold on, bro, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. Just like put the extra <laughs> weight on this. Like, dude, come on, all right, man, I'm playing. <laughs> That's my that's my button push right there. Oh, I'm mean, just wait, I... just wait one minute, bro. Like I'm waiting on some, like a nigga being like I'm ten minutes away and you're twenty five. Oh my god, that sends me through the roof, bro. What are you doing? You told me ten minutes, bro. I pulled up <laughs> nine minutes ago. I was waiting on you for a full minute, bro. You've been fourteen <laughs> minutes since you got here. That's how shit go in my head. Right, yeah. I'm like that. Let are me you ask... impatient like that? Um, I tell you why I am impatient. I'm pretty patient. Uh, being being a husband will teach you that you can't because it just it doesn't. Your whole pace for life changes. <laughs> yeah, like because somebody else time, but you're on your even, lady time, you're on your lady time. But then now our time is in sync, so we're good. Like our timing is pretty much there. But then when you become a father. That is really where the whole time clock and patience change completely. Where are like, you oh, on? Are you on your your child's time at that point, or are you still on your lady's time? Child's time. Gotcha. Definitely child's time. Um, and so that has taught me patience. But where I'm impatient is, like, I'll get impatient about 
like you said, like you'd be like, oh, that's a good idea. It's this. Like I'll get impatient about our show. I just use that as an example. I'm like, bro, this okay. is fire to me. The content is. I'm thinking that because I'm again. You I talk about us good feedback. I'm, I got the appreciation for <laughs> the the work that create the art, the product. So I'm like, I know I'm doing the work. I'm I'm finding production. I'm finding this. I'm putting this together. The artwork. I'm coming up. I'm doing all this stuff in my head. And I'm I know I'm doing the right pushing the right buttons. And then you come back and you look at the views and you're just like, it's the same shit it was last week. <laughs> What in the, the world? Same shit it was last week, and yeah. then it goes back to like I told you that re- fear, re- that rejection, feeling like, dang, you ain't who you think you is. Dang, you ain't as good as you. If you was that good, it would have happened by now. If you was that good, like it, I, and I have to get out of that quick, bro. I'm then you start. Then you have to. Then you put a clock on it. All right, if it ain't by this by this time, I'm gonna get up out of there. And it's it's so challenging for me. It's not a challenge, and I wanted to ask, but it's 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 not a challenge for me a day to day. It's a challenge for me in the overall picture. You know what I'm saying? Um, what do you mean? What's that mean? Like just because there's so many factors that you don't know. There's no formula to necessarily success. Like you're trying to do the pieces and and parts, but there's no step by step place. If I do this, I'll get this. It just doesn't necessarily work that way, and that's where I struggle the most with my patience. You know what I'm saying? Because I utilize a lot of my time for, you know, product or whatever. I'm not even just this, just whatever I create. I utilize a lot of my time, and so, but I try to play advocate in my own mind to keep me grounded, and that's what I wanted to ask you. What is your your actual practice like? Because you you clearly now you, you being like high, high strong on front on on impatience, you have to do something that's keeping you going. Like especially in this space, podcasts, especially you know relationships, especially job relationships and work and steady going every like. What is your technique? Where you, like you? Because there's somebody out there listening. Like bro, I am super impatient too. But I hate waiting. I hate doing this. Somebody out there listening. So I'm like, what is your day to day like? Here's how I can try to manage that thing because i'm gonna still be impatient <laughs> i laughed a couple of times if you said it because i was trying to wait till i said this but we we oh, okay we <laughs> let you know that was my number one answer we <laughs> number one answer on the board survey yeah, says. number one answer for patients is marijuana absolutely <laughs> bro. that helps a lot wow <laughs> uh <laughs> so tell us how does it help what, what does it do dope. for you specifically i just just as a sidebar um it helps spread my focus. Okay. What I didn't realize about one the benefits of weed when I started smoking it is it, it expands your mind. And until you start smoking, you really won't understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm not advocating for people that don't smoke to smoke. Like mm-hmm. the people that do smoke know what I mean though. Yeah, I've been there. I know what you mean. Yeah, like it it just occupies your mind in a sense where you're like, damn, I never thought of that. And Depending on the strains of the weed and how good it is that you smoke, <laughs> you get a lot of those. I never thought of that moments, and that helps you with your impatience. But with the other things of it, um, it's trust. Trust has a lot to do with impatience. A lot of the reason, because I'm an only child, because I don't really put too much stake in other people doing stuff for me. A lot of the reason that I'm impatient is that I don't trust that other people would do it efficiently. And that's the reason I'm so anxious about it. 
Like it ain't that I know it, It's not that I'm waiting It's not that it takes as long to do it It's that this person back there Doesn't realize how quickly I want this done They bullshitting, they talking on their phone They looking at Instagram, they doing all these different things Those are the things that make me anxious When people are not considering Hey, I need to Make sure that I'm Taking time out to do this correctly So this can go as efficiently As possible Mm-hmm. It's very rarely that you get people that even thinking like that. Mm-hmm. Now, for my mind, like you said, to help ease that, I ask questions. I try to do stuff where it don't take a lot of time to do anyway, where I can get direct access to the person that's helping me out with it. But when I am in those scenarios, what I try to tell myself is, look, this person ain't in the same space or thought process as you. So. If they're talking on their phone, if they're asking their manager, if they're doing these different things to make sure it's okay, they're not doing that to deliberately make sure that you're going slower. They're trying to make sure it's right. And that helps me deal with because I like for things to be correct. Also, not only do I like for them to be done in an efficient manner, like I love for shit to be done, like boom, boom, let's get it done. But more so than that, I like it to be right. Like my nigga, what I asked for, are you giving me that? Okay, perfect. Let's move on. So to try to help calm my head in those situations, like, okay, Lou, it's taking this long because they're trying to get it right. They're trying to make sure that they do the shit that you asked for right. It may be an extensive order. It may be extensive details that you need to get to. It may have to do these different things as some another person. So give them the flexibility to be like, well, let me do it right versus rushing mm-hmm. to get it done just because you're impatient. That's what helps me with being impatient. So it kind of comes down to like rationalizing. Rationalizing, kinda, yeah. You know, because like you, you got to be, which, yeah, it, coming down to you which have to be a reasonable person. Yeah. The, one of the things that irritate me most, you asked this question a couple, like one of the things that irritates me most is, is if people who are, aren't realistic or don't have a feel of what's going on. Mm. The person that comes up orders from McDonald's, you get your ticket two minutes later. You're like, "Well, where's my food? Why y'all ain't get my food? Like, I gotta go to work. Like, bitch, everybody in here got somewhere to be. Why are you more important than everybody else?" Gotcha. Like, those are the people that irritate me more than being impatient to someone who's not paying attention. They ain't got a real feeling of the 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 area around them. Like, I'm 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 only in my bubble. The only thing that matters is me. Mm-hmm. That's what helps me to impact with impatience when people are like eh, you're like slow down bro like they got steps and things that they have to do to make sure this is right hmm. okay oh uh, <clears throat> what say you what about you with impatience are you an impatient person no, I'm, I'm pretty patient um because I, I you're pretty patient like you go to the food spot you order some food and three four people get called for you and you sitting there like, what are you doing next month? Well, I got to rationalize, like you said. So I got to think, okay, they ordered their stuff before. Or okay, whatever or, a nigga came in, that's the classic one, right? It always you with is. your girl, because you know your girl gonna say something. Oh yeah, you with your wife? Yeah, boy. <laughs> they sit this Wait, this couple across from you sit down. <laughs> did, did we get a him a phone? Bro, too many times, <laughs> too many times, dog. You hit it on the nose. Yeah, I mean, uh, women, man, we love y'all. We love y'all, man. We really do. Uh, um, then we get in before them, boy. Yes, um, I, I, yes. I, I, what you want me to do? 
What do you want? Where right? you go cook in the kitchen? Man, come on. I, I'm just <laughs> like I, I spoke about it before, but one of the, like I, I've said this before, even though the relationship's different now. But like my father in law, like there's just certain things he used to say. He's just like one of those people that like southern and wise and just says yep. simple things that hold tremendous weight. And one of the things he used to say is sometimes you got to sit through some stuff. Mm. And that stuck with me forever. I still live by that. When I find myself like, man, come on, are you serious? Come on, bro. This is supposed to. Sometimes you got to sit through some stuff. Like I've been to jail before, and I knew you got to go through the process. It takes forever, but sometimes you got to sit. Th- some it just that's how it is. And that I tell anybody, just realize like it's great when you can get a bunch of green lights. That's a great day. However, that's not realistic. Sometimes you're going to have a yellow You're going to have a red light And sometimes you just got to sit through it That's just how it is It's okay What you got to do is Compose yourself mentally And 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 come up with Something that's going to keep your mind Off of the fact that it's taking longer than you prefer And that's really what I do bro Like, But I'm, I'm pretty patient about most things Because I'm thinking about all of these possibilities Like you Only thing like I said is just a success thing it's, Or just like growing something from ground up and that that type of thing that ten being a uh, a success overnight ten years you know of ten years work or eight years work or five years whatever whatever though, but uh, do you think that most black people are impatient or you think we're patient or is that even yes? A, a lot of us are impatient. I I don't want to do the blanket thing and speak for most black people and say oh well black people are like this, but a lot of the black people that I run into are impatient because the resources that are presented to us are not as extensive as they are for other races aka white people so we feel like we got to rush to get to the things that are given to us because it ain't that much of Mm. you know what i'm saying like it ain't that much money like y'all niggas everybody got to rush and do this it ain't that much money y'all niggas got to create a youtube page do amazon stores and y'all niggas got to do all of this bullshit that requires us to distract our focus from what we really want in order to be able to uh, I gotta make some money immediately Mm. versus let me put a plan together let me figure out what I I want to do that ain't like just the norm YouTube pop up or uh, side hustle scheme or extra income way to make money what do I want to do what can I be good at what can I be patient at and care enough about that I want to put the work in it's where like this is going to be good and because it's good people are going to buy it versus I'm doing what everybody else said I would do and this will make me money immediately mm-hmm. that's our lack of patience and it become it, and it's because of lack of resources like all of us ain't well off enough to be like shit well nigga I can work this job and make enough, enough money that I need mm-hmm. most of us are saying I want to work my job plus I got to have these side hustles and do these extra things so if I'm doing a YouTube page or I'm selling mobile homes or vending machines or all the things that I've seen people present as side hustles they want that to work a lot quicker than it will work because they need it because there's a lack of resources there's yeah. a lack of resources of black professionals in America being like shit I make 150,000 I make 200,000 I don't have to do that shit I don't want to do extra shit to make my money I'm making it right here mm-hmm. we're not patient enough to be like I'm going to dig into this career 
versus I got to do all of these side hustles. They got to work quickly. I got to do them bad so I can make extra money on top of the lackluster career that I have. Capitalism. It, it, it just it, it ties back into that. That, that thing is, is, is hard. Again, we talked earlier about just being black. If you didn't grow up U.S. black, it's different. And so it's crazy you say that because it goes back to survival. We the lifespan that we don't think about our lifespan is we're gonna be here long. We just don't think that way. Even if we got grandparents or you know great grand, we don't think of our lifespan that we're gonna get old one day. And <clears throat> we just don't think of it like that. We don't we don't listen to music or watch shows that necessarily promote age. So it's always I, I got I got it now because I ain't got later. So that's the rush on everything. I got it now. I ain't I don't I don't got it later. White people will actually build a plan towards I'm going to do these things now and I'm going to be set up for this later. Right. Or this ain't even for me. This is for my grandkids. Exactly. This is generational wealth. So I can pace myself. I have a plan versus us. We don't never feel like that um, because of those things, because we it's it's unfortunate because it's that's why I always I, I talked about it before, like trying not to always have the victim mentality. And I don't mean that just walking around, woe is me, but like, it's just hard because a lot of things affect the, a lot of things. Like a lot of, because of how we're treated and how things are, it affects the mentality to things. Not just, now the work ethic will work, you know, most of us, but it's, it's just, anyway, that's a sidebar, but it, yeah, I agree. I think that, I think we are impatient because we look, we're in survival mode. We got to have it now. We need, we need our. 40 acres I want mine right now Right now Like I want that I want now. to be rich right now I want yeah. customers right now I want people to recognize me right now Yeah Like we need the right now Versus How do I figure out a correct plan Yeah Map this shit out to where It's going to be beneficial for me For the long term And then we look at our generations before Like our parents and grandparents And we look at it as like They stayed at that job for 40 years and They had long term plans They had a long term plan But yeah. we What we we overlook the message of you know consistency commitment and them having a plan and thinking long term to you know oh they tell us one thing like I I didn't really care for it if I could have did it different I would have did this and we'll take that chunk of information and we won't take the other part that's why I respect it actually changed my mentality here recently with working is like you have to go into the job treating it as just today yeah. Don't uh, you know? Because you can't depend on it. Shit, because man. yeah, and I can't think so long. Because here's my problem. My problem has been at a job. You're I'm I'm like thinking so long term because I'm able to see and plan in that form. And so I'm looking at a job, and if I don't see the there's a there's a room for progression, get me out of here. You know what I mean? At some point, I know I'm about to be out, or I'm gonna probably end up slacking off because I don't see the end goal of where this could go because I don't see that possibility. Instead of treating it as a day-to-day and compartmentalizing for this day, once I'm out of there, I am completely out, focused on the dream, focused on the family, you know, on the other things. So it's like what the old school did to work them 40 years and retire, we need to we do need to take on some of that stuff because they had to compartmentalize in a way mentally and treat each day as that. And when they left work, work was work. And so, you know, but uh it's just crazy. We just like That's we're in a wrap up. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, it's a good rap. So, um, this is a good, this is a good start. I, I mean, we just, it's always so much more to 
talk about, man, um, as far as patience. But my last leaving note that I'll just leave here, uh, you're going to have to have patience, y'all. Like, no matter what y'all see online, how they try to sell you, people are so impatient, they fake the success. That's how impatient people are. They fake their journey. They fake the success because they're not patient enough to actually really achieve it. And so if you really want it, you got to be patient, bro. Ain't no way around. Ain't no cheat code. Ain't no life hacks. Ain't no uh, nothing. Ain't nothing you can change. You're going to have to learn how to have some patience in order to succeed. Weed is a life hack for patience. (laughs) It's a temporary (laughs) hack for momentarily. Weed is a life hack for patience, man. A-W-I-T-B, man. If you're looking for a life hack, sponsors, this guy. weed people that got weed, call us. We'll sponsor you and let people know this that this is their life hack. Absolutely. But uh, well, what you got going on before we get out of here, man? Um, That's a great question. I wanted to say something right here, but I can't remember what it is now. Okay. Shit. Well, while you're thinking, what do you about, have going on? We so. got uh, we got our good earners uh, that's come out every Monday, man. We're about to wrap up season two of The Sopranos, man. We are cooking. We've been getting some good feedback. Somebody just said, man, y'all bodied that like last one, like y'all killed that, y'all in the bag. So we're we're doing it, man. Like we're doing it over there, man. Y'all go check it out. Yeah, a new show for y'all. That, that's an old show, The Sopranos. So go check that out on Mondays. Uh, Roll the audio drama series. Y'all can go check it out. That's my. Uh, fiction podcast that I wrote, uh, produced, starred in, acted, all that good stuff, design, all that season four, final Still season. Holding out, hold, holding out the Spike Lou, like, <laughs> yes, whatever it may be that we need. I, I got, I got, I got, I got a call sheet, man. I got to get, I got a call sheet. Holding out on the movie, bro. <laughs> I got, you know, I got a call sheet, man. But now, nah, what, what you got going on before we get out of here, bro? Um, a um we're doing a recap on frames per second for the apple plus show hijack the stars idris alba after the seventh episode us and the frames per second guys are going to go over like how the episode was and the whole series and whatnot that's the next thing that i have coming dead in sports it's on a break right now check back in in august with training camp opens where the NFL will be back cracking live, of course, on Deck TV podcast, Good Earners podcast, and this podcast. Make sure you guys are tapping in. Yes, sir. And remember, uh, this is going to be on YouTube now. So y'all, I think I'm um, we're gonna be we're gonna be Saturdays for the YouTube. That's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna Fridays for the podcast, Saturdays for the YouTube. Uh, you gotta send me some more backgrounds, man, so I can get up to your. Oh uh, yeah, man, I, I hook you that up, man. Same I one you. I've been using the last thirty years. <laughs> well, man, that, that's what I said. I I tried to I be trying to sing. I don't know. I th- I thought you just like sticking to one thing, so I don't be singing. I'm like, all right, well, but I got you, bro. I, I hook you up. I find something for you. Just let me know what you're looking for. Um, but yeah, so y'all be on the lookout for that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's already officially out now. So this video will be out on Saturday. Podcast will be out by the time y'all already hear this. It's another week in the books. We out.